hello. <laughs> why didn't you why didn't you start talking? I was waiting just for like a beat for like a second. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I got anxious. I was like, um Hello. Hi everyone. Welcome back to Generational Differences. Surprise! Ooh. It's us. It's us again. <laughs> Surprise, it's us. <laughs> We're back again. Yeah, what are we doing here? Um, it's not a new season, so don't get too excited. <laughs> it, this is just a uh, surprise episode that we wanted to do because something really exciting happened recently. Hillary and turned 30. Yes, Hillary bid farewell to her youth. <laughs> Dude, fucking weird. And I warned Hannah ahead of time, like, it's been a second since we podcasted, so I feel like I'm going to bring some weird energy. <laughs> Plus, I'm 30 now, so I don't give Woo. a fuck, so I can just do whatever, you know? That's what turning 30 oh. means. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I turned Exciting 30. Exciting times. Four days ago. And Yeah, um, we're filming this on the 6th, so. Yeah. <laughs> and my birthday's <laughs> on the 2nd, for people who don't know that, which is most people, I feel like. <sighs> Um, actually, random question. Do you feel like, do you know any of the birthdays of your friends? Like, do you remember those or do you have to like, I do, I, I think I know almost all of them. Like my close friends. Really? I can name probably 10 at most. Oh my God. Yeah. I cannot. I could give you like the month <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of them. And then I can get maybe like around the right day for most, for some of them. Oh, that, that's pretty good. Tough. You don't really, but is it because you put it in your calendar? Yeah, I put it in my calendar or I just like rely on Facebook, which is bad. And so then I just feel like I don't store it in my long-term memory. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. See, I don't calendar anything. So. Well, now you have been for law school, There's a ton right? of birthdays in my head. Yeah, for law school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, turn 30. So we wanted to talk a little bit about that um, and talk about aging uh, yeah, and talk yeah. about whatever. So I think it's a big deal yeah. because, well, because when you're 30 is a, is a you know big number, but also <laughs> thanks. I think it's something that you've been talking about for a while in your late 20s at least. Yeah. Like as your sister, I've heard you talk a lot about like big 30 and like <laughs> and the anticipation and stuff. So now it's finally happened. Like how is this how you thought you would feel about being 30? So let me get let me just tell you what happened when I turned 30. Um so on November 1st at 11:59, <laughs> I was just like laying in bed, like getting ready to go to sleep. Uh, but but Diego and I, my husband and I, were waiting for it to become midnight before we went to sleep <laughs> because, you know, we wanted to say, stop celebrate my birthday, uh, yeah. at least say something. And so we're like waiting, waiting. Diego's like, five minutes until your birthday, like one minute until your birthday. And I was like just laying there very stoically, I feel like, <laughs> quietly, peacefully. Um and then it turns to midnight and I'm just like there and Diego turns to me and says, happy birthday, you're 30. And like, <laughs> like it was on cue, I burst into tears, hysterically started crying, <laughs> just like started crying like I was watching a sad movie and like a oh dog had God. died. Oh. And I think I, I think I like... I would have joked about crying, I feel like, on my birthday, but I couldn't tell if I was actually going to until that very moment, and then suddenly it just all yeah. came. Was it like a, a lot of emotions? 
Yeah. And I just feel like because he said like, you're 30, it like hit me really hard. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> and then for like the next 10 minutes, every time I had the thought that I was 30, I would cry more. <laughs> and so <laughs> that was the initial reaction. Mm -hmm. So I would say that, yes, it was a big deal in my mind. It had, like Hannah said, it had been a big deal, like thinking about it probably since I was, I don't know, like 27, 28, maybe, mm -hmm. especially 28, 29. Um, and then yeah. like I'm lucky in some ways because although I'm, I have like hyper anxiety about aging, um, all my friends that I hang out with the most or like I'm closest to are all a little 30. older than me. And yeah, so they, they all turn yeah. 30 first. Yeah. Yes, yes. So at least there was that. Um, so I was okay. like preparing myself for it's essentially the entire year, but then it still uh, made me cry. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like that. It'd be, it'd be like that. <laughs> and then I guess after – so then after that, I was like I – I went to bed, I guess. <laughs> what was the like – what was the main emotion that you felt though like or thought running through your head when when I guess when you're crying? <laughs> <laughs> like shock, I shock. think. And also like sadness but not like – not like the typical kind of – like kind of like a mm, – like, I was just really upset at the idea that I was getting older. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's a milestone year. I feel like because every year, obviously, you get older, but not every year I cry. Well, <laughs> and yeah. So, yeah. like, this milestone of, like, quote-unquote aging. And I feel like I have a lot of fears of, like, my body starting to fail me, my, mm -hmm. um, like, energy getting less and, like, just, like, yeah. my life changing, um, which, you know, like – just to be clear, like, I don't think 30 is, like, that old in the grand scheme of life. I think it's just, like, a new decade is kind of yeah. scary. And I think yeah. when you turn 20, like, you're mostly excited because you're that much closer to drinking alcohol and, like, you're not a teenager and it, like, feels, like, not that scary. But 30 to me feels like this bigger deal. Like, wow, I, I'm actually an adult or, like, I should be an adult and carries with it all these expectations, which might mm -hmm. be warranted or not warranted. Um, yeah. but I feel like, I mean, I still have a lot of my life ahead of me, but I was just Absolutely. processing all of that. Yeah. 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 Of course. And also like, if we want to touch on the, the expectation side, like culturally, there's a lot of expectations as well. Um, as an Asian American, I think, yeah. like, what should you be doing at when you're 30? Like, what should you have accomplished and things like there's even sayings that like, you know, there's yeah. sayings that our parents say about what it means to be 30. So. Yeah. Didn't they say like. Wait, I think I wrote it down somewhere. What my what our parents said? Because I asked my parents like multiple times, like, how does it feel that your daughter's turning thirty? How does it feel? Blah, blah. Yeah. And they're always like, we're so proud because you are at this place in your life where you um, like have all these things and you're doing really well, which is really really nice. But I think implicit in that is like the expectation that you do have certain things by this age, and. Um, I wrote it down. They said that there's a saying from Confucius that when you turn 30, <laughs> you should have a place to sleep, a good job, and a stable relationship. And so I'm privileged and lucky to have all of those things. Um, but, you know, like people are still looking for relationships. People are still figuring out their jobs and like that, all those situations. And so I have yeah. to ask myself, like, if I didn't have those things, how would my parents feel? How would I feel? You know, like, would I feel even more anxious? Because I'm already clearly anxious. <laughs> mm, yeah. 
Yeah. At the end of the day, none of, like whatever that saying is, is whatever. But but I think like with in Asian American culture, aside from those specific things, it's also like now you should be having babies. And maybe that's not just yeah. Asian culture. It's just like women, like expectations of women. Um, but that sucks, like that mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to someone the other day who his girlfriend's doing genetic counseling and like oh. essentially they're saying she was saying that the thirty is the new forty when it comes to children. So like once you turn thirty or like after you have a baby sorry, if you have a baby after you turn thirty, like your eggs are already like kind of not as good. Wait. What what? <laughs> what like, does that have you know, to do with wait? How does that mean 30 is the new 40? Because 40 used to be the age for like a geriatric pregnancy. Oh, I and thought it was 35. It's, they're saying it's 30. Oh. Okay. That's well, fucked. Regardless. <laughs> <laughs> regardless, they're they're moving things up, I guess, so I don't know. See, that's like a lot of pressure, but I feel like in reality, okay, I don't know because I'm not a doctor, so don't quote me on this like medically, but I feel like a lot of people have babies after 30 and it's totally fine. People have them up until yes. 40, after 40. I mean, like look at Hannah. Our my, mom had our mom. me when, I, when, I, when our mom was 40, so. Yeah, and Hannah's mostly that turned normal, out okay. So. Dude. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, see, it's like fine. So I just feel like it's a lot of pressure, like on particular ages. You know, if I don't have a baby mm-hmm. now, like it'll be, it's like not okay. But that's not, that's not true. And I will yeah. not be having a baby now, so do not. This, that's not the purpose of this, uh, this yeah, podcast. This is it's not a pregnancy announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Diego's in the other room, like what? What's <laughs> going on? Yeah. Mm. But yeah, right. how yeah. does it feel for you having your big sister turn thirty? It's crazy. It doesn't feel real because like, well, when I think every time it's your birthday, every year that it's your birthday, I think about us as kids and like I picture us as, as children. And like, it's so weird that I'm 22 and you're 30 now. Like, I don't know. To me, it's a, it's a, it's huge because I, I don't know. You're the only person who grew up with my entire life. So crazy. Yeah. It's hard to put words onto, like, why it's so jarring, I think. But, like, and there's nothing specific about 30. Like, I feel like it's all socially constructed. Um, But I think it's, I don't know. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be so anxious or I shouldn't be so, like, whatever. But I think processing all of those emotions, even if they are socially constructed, has been really important. Because, Mm -hmm. like, in the last few days, I feel like every day it gets more normal in my mind that I'm 30 and it's like, I have a new decade ahead of me and it's going to be awesome. And I have all these things I want to do still, um, or these things I want to do, not still (laughs) these things I want to do in the next 10 years at least. And so it's like reflecting on all of that is, has been good. But then once in a while I'm like, I remember that I'm 30 and I'm like, (laughs) weird. I don't know how to feel. It is weird. It feels like the time went by like out of nowhere. Like like what happened? Like you were a child with me. And then all of a sudden we're adults. Like that doesn't even seem right. So. Yeah. And like you guys know Hillary is my best friend. So it's I mean, it's kind of touching, I guess. I get a little emotional thinking about you growing up too, because I don't know. We're both growing up together and Yeah. Yeah. Plus you were like the person not to be weird, but you were the person who like socialized me 
as a child. So like, what does that mean? Like, like I... you taught me a lot of skill, like social skills, and I always oh. thought it was like cool to have you as a sister because you, you like knew a lot about culture and stuff. So I was just like, Aww. and now so that I'm like socialized, sad? I'm like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, <laughs> So is it, like, sad that I'm 30 now because it's, like, old? No, or? no, it's not sad. It's not sad at all to me. It's it's exciting, and it's um, – I'm proud of you. I'm very proud. I feel a lot of pride to have you as my sister. Um, but, no, it's definitely not sad. It's more so, like, well, I'm excited to see what you do mm. now with your life. Oh, that's nice because I feel like I'm sad a little bit about it. But I oh, think, yeah, because I think that's normal. I'm not the one turning 30. So. Uh, yeah, you have, I think it's nice that you still have eight years until you're <laughs> Like, must right. be nice. <laughs> but I yep. think um, mm-hmm. I think it's a little – I mean, I think personally I have, like, trouble processing mortality and, like, death and, like, just, like, how short life can be. And I think that's common. I don't think that I'm, like, special or weird in that way. But I think that's why, like, big milestone birthdays, I'm, like, real, like more shook maybe than some other people. Like, Diego said he felt a little weird and, like, a little just, like, surprised at how much he reacted for, like, a day <laughs> or, like, mm-hmm. half a day. And so when he told me that, I was like, oh, crap. If you actually – if you reacted for half a day and felt weird, I'm definitely going to feel weird for, like, a whole year. <laughs> So we're currently on that path. <laughs> Hopefully by 31, I'll have accepted that I'm in my 30s. Yeah. Um, but one thing I did do that I think helped, uh, maybe if maybe it'll help other people who are processing like life changes and um, turning different ages, whatever age that is, is I did some writing on my 30th birthday. I wrote mm-hmm. uh, just some like reflections. I like making, like when I reflect, I like making lists because I feel like a lot of thoughts that come to me come like all disconnected and so yeah. I just like jotting them all down um and yeah so you want to read some of them yeah I'm gonna read some um from each of the lists so the lists I made were things I learned in my 20s so kind of looking back at the decade before um to look at my growth and then I wrote actually 30 of those which I'm like OCD so I wanted to <laughs> <laughs> I was like I didn't make 30 <laughs> Um, And then things I'm grateful for on this day, on my 30th birthday, I wrote like 15 of those. Mm -hmm. And then things I'm looking forward to doing in my 30s. So looking forward and figuring out like, you know, some goals I have or just experiences I want to have for myself. Um, And so I wrote some of those. So I'm going to read a few from each. And I shared this with Hannah already. Um, I think the biggest thing I learned in my 20s Number one on the list is not is to not let the little things bother me as much. I think in my teenage years and then also in my early 20s, uh, mid-20s, especially in, like as I was finishing college and in law school, like the world sometimes just feels like everything, everything is like annoying. Everything is bothersome. Like, yeah, you know, if someone yells at you in traffic and you're like, oh, this is the worst day ever. Oh, my God. Uh, and true. So- <laughs> and like I still have days where I'm like pissed off at everything. But I think <laughs> over the last decade, I've gained more perspective on like what is actually important and mm. what and, and in the end, what really matters is like the people and the relationships, the core memories that we hold and the experiences that we have. Um, and like I think one of the biggest things also related to that is like I used to be really worried about like every 
thing I spent money on or like every little interaction I had with people, like did that one go well? Did Like was I weird mm. or like was my outfit weird or like stuff like that? Um, yeah. And I feel like I've really, really grown out of a lot of that in my 20s. So going into my you 30s, I feel – <laughs> Thank you. Because I, I think that means a lot to me because I feel like I've grown more into like being confident in who I am and what I like and what I care about. And I really could care less a lot of the – most of the time <laughs> about what, yeah. um, you know, annoying things are going on in the world this is so. a big deal guys because Hillary <laughs> used to care so much about like the stuff she wore to school and like everything about the like just like uh, every little thing was important but you definitely have have grown a lot and all my friends they always say whenever they talk about you it's like oh wow she's so comfortable in her own skin she's so confident like I really hope I'm like that when Aww. we're her age so yeah, yeah, that's so nice. Cause y'all have seen or you've heard my diary entries, so you know what I was like <laughs> in high school. And I was not much more different than that in college. I just didn't write about it all the time. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, that's big. It's a good reflection. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. And then the other couple I wanted to sh- well, I mean, there's a lot, right? But I, I reflected on like every aspect of my life. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the things I'll point out is I also learned how to be closer to our parents and we talked a little bit about this in our meet the parents episode of season one of generational differences um but what i wrote is i learned how to be closer to my parents how it shows up on the outside is weekly phone calls daily texts two years of interviews for a book in progress uh Mm -hmm. sharing recipes and photos more time at home vacations together hugs and i love yous but how it shows Aww. up on the inside is also sharing sharing more of our lives that we would otherwise hide, opening up about the guilt in our past and the regrets we bring into the future, a willingness to cry, remembering that our words hurt and that we're all just people, and learning to forgive each other. And I feel like that's huge for me too because, uh, I mean, like I just didn't have any of that in my uh, earlier yeah. years and like even early in my 20s. I feel like it's been a lot of work in the last like five, six years um along with hana too like we've just Mm -hmm. changed a lot of how we interact with our parents and think about our parents as people and like with with stories and pain and trauma and so yeah yeah, that's meaningful to me it's a pretty big um big shift actually i would say in our family yeah and i don't know if it's because we're growing older and we're like you know we want to talk about stuff with our parents and and things like that or it's just naturally happening but yeah I think yeah, it's, bold. it's a big deal. I think it's taken yeah. a lot of intentionality like and both on both sides not just us like them yeah. being willing to talk to us too and you know we know that they want to be there to support us but actually seeing them share who they are I think is big yeah same yeah um, and then the other one, of course, I have to share is I learned how to be a big sister and a best friend to a younger <laughs> sister who is now an adult. Because when I was 20, my sister was 12. <laughs> and oh she God. was a child. <laughs> no, 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 that's crazy. We were still a preteen, which is so weird. When you went to uh, college, I was nine, dude. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> that's like the weirdest, like, framing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But um, um, now, yeah, now you're 22 and mm-hmm. I feel like we've been through a lot of like real life adult problems together yeah. and I'm learning how to offer my advice and experience, but obviously not pressure you or expect you to take my advice. And it's okay. Like not take it personally if you don't, because, you know, you have to make your own mistakes and your own choices. And I want you to find your own identity in your own life, but I also want you to know that I'll always be there to 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 celebrate with you the good things, to also comfort mm-hmm. you and hold you if there are hard times and also just mm-hmm. be there with you. Yeah. Oh, so. that's sweet. You've been doing that your whole life, though. Aww. Like, you say you learn how, but you, you've been the best sister my whole life, so. Oh, it's so nice. Except for when she used to, like, make me, like, wrestle her and, like, would always try <laughs> beat me. Like, that was kind of... <laughs> I just sit on her. Demoralizing, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was so fun. <laughs> but yeah, that's Crazy. that one was good. And then I reflected a lot on marriage and relationships and communication because I think one of the biggest things I learned in my 20s was just like how to be more mature about my communication mm, and how yeah. to process my emotions without lashing out at people. Like I feel like mm-hmm. when I was younger, I would just say things in like a rush of emotion and then either regret it or just like realize that I had caused harm or like mess up a relationship because of it. And so I've learned as I've grown up to like put my ego aside, which is one of the hardest things I think for people to do like ever, (laughs) Um, admitting when I've caused harm, uh, even if it's totally and completely on accident or unintentionally Um, and then learning how to apologize and work like in a partnership and really see our like a relationship in a marriage as a team um, and like working together to figure out conflict, but then also find joy together. And that's, that's huge. Cause like, Oh my God, when I was in high school and college, like I was fucking up relationships left and right, like no matter how long term or short term, because I just like didn't know how to navigate all of the feelings I was having. Didn't know how to like, I, I was very demanding of other people, but like didn't know how to work on myself and then, like, wanted to work on myself, but then, um, like, I don't know. It was just all messy, and I think all of that led to where how I can communicate and, like, think about things now, and it's obviously still a work in progress, but, I, like, the amount of improvement over the last few years, which I also think comes with, like, your brain developing and, like, you know, things like that um, yeah. has been just, like, I am very proud of how, like, some of that has changed. Oh, yeah. Oh, I want to get there now, too. <laughs> I think it takes time. Like, I feel like it's it's so tough and it's like human nature to be protective of yourself and your feelings and like want to be selfish mm-hmm. in different ways. But and like you have to, I think, work through some of that by doing it and making those mistakes and like seeing how you react and how the other person reacts and then start working to like be better. Yeah. Would you say that after you turned 25, you felt more like more able to control your emotions and deal with conflict and stuff? Uh, yeah. I mean, when I was 25 is when I started dating Diego. So I would say yes. And I would oh, say wow. that it's part because of Diego. <laughs> He's like very good at controlling his emotions um, uh-huh. and like better than me at in certain ways at communicating. And so we yeah. were together, I think, in that way. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah. Both your brains were developed. You guys just were well, like at the peak peak time to start dating. It's good timing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other stuff, like little random stuff. Like I learned how to change a tire when I was 20, in my 20s. 
Um, I learned how to adjust to new places because of all the time places I moved. Um, I learned that like money is important and it's naive to think it's not, but it's also not the most important thing. I think mm-hmm. a lot of life is like way more nuanced than we sometimes act like it is. Like, is it important or is it not? Yeah. And then, um, yeah, other stuff. Like, I mean, I just, there's a lot like learning how to cook more recipes, reclaiming a love for reading that I lost, I feel like in college and law school, um, learning to love mm-hmm. my body and move my body in different ways and be proud of like the different fitness things I've done. So I think you could, yeah. 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 No, go ahead. No, finish your thought. No, I was just going to say, I think like, it's really nice to reflect on what, how like the last decade went and how mm-hmm. I grew because, you know, so I don't, often take the time to reflect on all of that and seeing it all in one place I'm like yeah I am proud of that and I'm excited to keep growing from here and like reframing the 30s instead of like oh my god I'm like my youth and like oh god I'm like you know whatever it's like I've grown a ton and I'm gonna continue to become a you know a more loving and whole person oh yes (laughs) yes 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 that's really good um I was gonna say if you could like label your 20s in one phrase and then your 30s or what you hope to you know yeah see in your 30s like what would you call your 20s versus your 30s <laughs> I would call my 20s like like um carefree chaos <laughs> okay yeah I would call it like the first half carefree chaos into like um like what's a good word like work (laughs) I can't think of a good word but like really putting a lot like effort putting a lot of effort into growing like growth um yeah I would say growth in the last sorry I like thought for a long time and then the best word I could come up with was growth (laughs) Uh, but I feel like the growth came from a lot of effort and like intentionality oh so maybe like chaotic what was that word what did I say carefree Uh, carefree chaos into intentional growth and then my 30s I hope to bring um like balance balance and stability Mm -hmm. but then also like new newness because I don't want it to be like oh yeah now I'm good I'm just like settled but I still like there's still so many things I want to do and like so many ways my life is going to change like if we have kids or like wherever my career goes and so I feel Mm -hmm. like there's still a lot of growth and searching and like um, it's kind of like solidifying what I want my life and like my happiness to look like. Whereas in the last part of my 20s, I was like starting to build towards that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think your life is going to change a lot. Even by the time you're like 35, like even five years from now, it might be totally different. So like if you could say something to yourself when you're 35. Oh, God. What would you say right now? Uh, I know these are hard questions. I know. I feel like when I'm 30, I'm gonna be like an insane person because I'm gonna have kids. <laughs> so <laughs> I expect myself to be dealing with a lot of emotions and like, um, maybe change. like different a lot of change. Yeah, a lot of change. I'm like so bad with change. So I guess what I would say <laughs> is be patient. Good luck. Oh. Yeah. Be Good patient. Luck. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, be patient with yourself, like allow yourself to have hard days and feel challenged by what life is bringing you. 
but also remember to be grateful for the people who are in your life and supporting mm-hmm. you and just try to keep a bigger perspective because it's easy to get stuck in like one bad day or one bad week but it you know there's so much joy that can be found I, I mean I think that's like advice I would give anyone at any time <laughs> so that was really really generic but I do expect that by 35 like life will have changed a lot and maybe thrown a lot at Diego and me and so yeah I think be, like it being even more patient and having grace with yourself when you're having a hard time is really really important as you get older oh yeah that's true very true oh and I also tell myself like even if you have kids, don't forget about your husband and like make sure that you're also fostering that relationship and you're also, you know, keeping your relationship with your parents and your sister mm-hmm. and your friends. Like make time for you and all of those different relationships, oh, which is easier yeah. said than done. Know, once there's a crazy I know you're going to do that though. No, but not because it's you. You will. You don't need to oh. remind yourself, but <laughs> I do all the questions. Like I have another one. Uh, I <laughs> <laughs> What do what do you hope that I like what do you hope for me when I'm 30 when I'm your age like is there anything you wish for me Oh man <sighs> let me where do I start No I'm just kidding <laughs> So many things <laughs> No I think I think you are you are doing so great for being 22 I really do like I I truly mm. do and I think like I see so much in you that I didn't have when I was 22, which um, that makes me so proud. Like your ability to handle school, I think is very impressive. Um, your ability to like communicate different feelings that you have when when you and I talk, I think that's really mature. Um, you know, there's a lot of different things, but I think that as you, for the next eight years, <laughs> what I hope is that you'll just, I think kind of like what I reflected on earlier. Like, I just hope that you become more and more confident in what you Mm. like and who you Mm -hmm. are. Because like, it's easy to get lost in this world of like, you should look this way. You should wear these things. You should do this thing if you don't like X, Y, Z. But in the end, like if you don't, what happens? (laughs) Like you're happier actually if you don't because you choose what works for you. Like honestly – I just think, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, wear what you want, do what you want, live how you want, all these things. Like, the world and traditions and trends will come and go and all of this stuff. But, like, you're the only one living this life and you only have one chance to live it. So, yeah. Yeah, who gives a fuck? That's great advice. And I, like, wholly agree. I just, um, yeah, I've really been rethinking my life recently. Like, Whoa. Like, I can't be doing something. Okay, no, I won't get into it, but <laughs> No, it's okay. You can get into it. No, it's just like I, I knew this was going to happen in my 20s where I just like think about, okay, well, what is my life? Like, what does it mean to me? What do I want it to mean? Because it's mm-hmm. only so long, right? And, and mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. And so I've been trying to do a lot of things that make me happy and like not miss out mm-hmm. on experiences and stuff. Like someone said – you said like you can always go and make more money, but you can't like, um, like once you miss out on something, you can't really go back and have it again, like that exact experience or yeah. whatever it is. So that's been yeah. really hitting home, and I'm like, well, shit, maybe I shouldn't read for two hours. Maybe I should just go outside and like run around with my friends. Okay. Or, like, 
<laughs> okay, I don't think that that quote applies directly to law school. <laughs> uh, well, you know, like you know what but I yeah. mean. It's like a balance, yeah. and I like things are getting you know more more stressful, and people are freaking out. And I'm just like, hey, like, why don't we just all chill the fuck out? <laughs> like, just like enjoy, try to enjoy even the stressful parts of law school. I think is what I'm I'm doing. So. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's really good. And I think that's a very good approach to something as stressful as law school uh, and really, really important. Yes. And then the whole thing with like figuring out who I am is so important to me. I'm just honestly, I'm just very much looking forward to to growing more into my identity and confidence mm-hmm. and stuff in myself. So, yeah, yeah. I, I hope to be like you when I'm 30. Huh? <laughs> that's what I want for you when I'm 30 and or when you're 30. <laughs> Yeah, I'm already uh, 30. Um, And then the other thing that I want for you is just like, um, wait, no, actually, I don't know. I need to think. (laughs) Hold on, let me think. I had something to say and then I forgot. Dude, your memory is going. You must be aging. Oh, no. My memory, my knees, my back. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think all my body parts and my my memory is worse than yours. So, oh great, it's fine. Oh, what I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I was gonna say is also like by that point, you will have been practicing law for uh, like oh, five God. years, which is like exactly where I am. I'm like five, six years out of law school now, um, well, and so I just I don't have any particular like career dreams or aspirations for you because those are yours. But I just hope you find something that you love and like mm-hmm. that either you love doing because you love doing it or you love because it gives you balance in your life and it gives you what you want in life like whatever mm-hmm. that means remember we talked like we also have an episode y'all on work and passion and um i think we discussed how like work means different things to people and has a different role in different people's lives and yes. so whatever role within law or even not within law <clears throat> if you become a youtube streamer like for example <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, like whatever you find is a good fit for you. I hope like by 30, you'll have, like, have an idea yeah. of that, even if you haven't found the exact right position. Like that's totally yeah, okay. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Do you think I will? Yeah, I think you will. Um, I think it's actually, it doesn't take very long to figure out if like a job or a field is like right for you. I think you'll know pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's not like a few months, even like within the first year, I feel like you'll know if you like it enough to stay in the long term. And yeah. so then it's about like not being afraid to change or modify or like just figure out what, what makes sense. But yeah, I think you'll definitely have a sense. I don't think you'll just be like totally lost <laughs> by 30. Okay, that's good. That's very reassuring. Yeah. And I'm, I'm right now obviously I feel totally here lost. to tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay too because law school is like a time for that and like for exploration and for talking to people and figuring out stuff um, and trying things. And obviously, yes. I'm here to like help with your sense yeah, of loss. Yeah, thank you. So, You're always here. Yeah. But yeah. Um, <sighs> any other questions that you have? Mm, no, I wish I could see you in person though before your 30th. Um, yeah. yeah, I would have like given you a hug and stuff if I, oh, if I had yeah. been there with you. I'm glad you got to spend it with Diego. Did yeah, you even the tell 80s. them what you guys did for your birthday? Like you got dinner? Oh, no, I should. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, so <laughs> during the day, 
of my birthday. Diego was teaching class. And so I went into Boston on my own. I took the train. I'm mm-hmm. a train taker now. Um, and I, <laughs> it was a beautiful day, like gorgeous, 65 degrees, yeah. sunny, like a little breeze. Perfect. 65 so degrees. I, yeah. To me, that's like pretty. That's really cool. I mean, <laughs> no. Okay. You live in Irvine. You live in California. Okay. Like, no. Okay. Uh, different standards but 65 is not bad like maybe like 67 like it was pretty good with the sun yeah okay yeah with the sun nice um and so i went on a five mile run around the um river now that i'm saying this out loud it sounds like not like <laughs> i'm like, like oh god I was like, this was like a horrible day <laughs> a good day uh, for no. you Okay <laughs> for me i went on a run by the river it was gorgeous nice. um, at one point you you can cross over this like footbridge and it's just like the sun shining on the water. It's so sparkly and like just perfect. Um, and then when mm-hmm. I was done with that, I sat on the dock of the river for a while, like listening to music and just kind of like taking in the feeling of being 30, the feeling of being there like in my body and in my mind and just like how I felt. And I felt just suddenly very, very grateful and like very mm-hmm. happy to be alive and happy to be like – where I am in life and like that was a really really lovely movement especially because I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast but like in the last few months of moving to Boston from North Carolina which is a big big move um, I have been like struggling with the change and with the adjustment and just like the newness I feel like had a took a toll on my mental health and I was having days that were really hard and just like Mm -hmm. sad and just adjusting was difficult and so Running has been really helpful, but also just like processing all of that and being patient with myself, like I was saying, um, has made things better as time has gone on. And so on my birthday, I was like just really grateful that I was feeling joy and feeling um, just like a sense of contentment in this new city um, with everything in my life. And so that was lovely. Yeah. And then I went to – like I had brunch with myself (laughs) – I essentially took myself on a little date. I had brunch. I had like a little egg plate, which was yummy with pumpkin bread. Mm. Um, and then, oh, and then I browsed a book, a new bookstore that's super, super cute in Boston. Um, got a book. You buy a book, yeah. Yeah, nice. bought myself a book um, about immigrants. And then, <laughs> uh, oh, and then I stopped in at this like boutique that was next to the bookstore and bought myself a gold ring oh yeah um yeah it has like little mother of pearl um like little thingies and diamond little mini diamonds it was oh my god so cool super pretty and it looks like a little crown and i bought it because um well it called to me because it reminded me that i am a queen and that i should be proud to be 30 and be a queen at 30 uh and so Mm -hmm. yeah i was just treating myself i was just doing whatever like called to me I guess as I was walking around the streets um, nice and then I, I love to see it yeah I highly recommend like highly highly recommend especially if you like work a lot and have um you like don't spend a lot of time on your own or like doing self-care that's another way that I think is really great to do self-care it's just like wander around treat yourself to like a cookie like it doesn't have to be anything like extravagant or expensive just like treat yourself to a little thing enjoy a sunny day you know like things like that mm-hmm. can really bring joy yeah 
Um, and then that night, Diego took me to my first ever omakase experience, which was amazing. And for people who don't know what that is, it's like a chef's choice sushi dinner. And so you essentially just sit there and they feed you different – like we had 19 courses of different oh sushis God. and like little hot dishes and, um, you know, whatever. Dessert and so nice. – Yeah, and dessert. It was – incredible i think it like totally oh broke diego's God. wallet but it was incredible <laughs> dude uh, it looks so good yeah it was super good oh so and they had um we had a sake tasting with it and mm, so yeah i got really messed both of up. us were no we were not messed up but we are 30 so we were like <laughs> <laughs> um, i i fell asleep immediately after getting home because you did? So, <laughs> yeah I was like, and then Diego had a headache until the next morning. And so we were like, oh no. Love you. <laughs> yeah, but it was awesome. And also, the people that were doing the sushi, ironically, were Chinese and they were yeah, speaking Cantonese. Um, and so I spoke Mandarin with them for a little bit and we like became friends. And so, and they were like, well, you need to come back. And I was like, we were like, yeah, of course we will. But then as we left, we were like, we can't come back that often because it's really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was fun. Yep, you'll never see us again, actually. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then I we went on a hike. Um, oh yeah, a couple days after. That was very birthday, pretty. Very pretty. Yeah. Makes me actually awesome. want to hike in New England because you send a lot of pictures of the the you know leaves changing and stuff. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, it's dope. Although they are hard hikes, so maybe I'll take you to an easier one. Yeah, just <laughs> drive me there. <laughs> drive you up the mountain, and drive then I'll hike up. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was good. Okay, awesome. I'm glad, yeah. Um, oh, wait, I wanted to tell them because I told my friend because uh, I was texting you when you opened your birthday present for me. But um, Oh, gosh, yeah. Basically, I got Hillary this sweatshirt. It was just a small, like, really small gift. And it was a it's sweatshirt a nice gift, that says though. run on it because she started running a lot recently. And I don't know if it's because you turned 30 <laughs> and you're, like, panicking and you want to run No. Lot, but, <laughs> but anyways, so <laughs> running – it just says run, like R-U-N, period. And I thought it was really cute on Etsy. But then when Hillary <laughs> got it, she sent me a picture. And it looked kind of scary, right? Like, how do I even ex- describe it? And so it's a black sweatshirt, and it says run, but it's in all caps. It's <laughs> not, like, small in the corner. It's, like, big on the chest. Like, it takes up the whole chest plate, like, where a little pocket would be, like that area. And it just says run. And so when I opened the package, I was like, is this from Hana? Why? Like, she's a, kind of a scary, like, sweatshirt. And this is, like, run. Like, really ominous. For some reason, it gives, like, this sense of, like, very being very ominous. It's not like, oh, run. It's like, run. Like, now. Because like, it's run. Like, it's, like, yeah, all caps lettering and, like, very plain yeah. font. So it's kind of scary. But, oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully it's still you can still get no. It's cute saying. and I'm still wearing it. Like I love it and I think it's hilarious. So it's like and it's also perfect that it's from Hana. Like couldn't be more perfect. So I'll post a picture of it on the on the gram okay, when we yeah, post yeah, this yeah. episode so people can see. Sounds good. <laughs> when I texted to Hana, I was like, "Thanks so." Like I didn't say anything. I was like, "Thanks so much." Is this from you? And then Hana was like, "Wait, why does it look like that?" <laughs> and then that's when I was like. Oh, yeah. I, I was wondering why it was so scary looking. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said Diego thought it looked scary. And I was like, Oh, yeah. And Diego, yeah, Diego did. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Wait, anyways. Um, 
We're going to wrap this episode up in yeah. a second with some Gen Z slang. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. But wait, one thing I wanted to say before – or wanted to share before I mm-hmm. wrap up this episode is – just a, you know, a shout out to everyone else turning any sort of milestone age. Like, it's mm-hmm. okay to be upset. It's okay to have anxiety. Like, I did. I cried at midnight. You do you. Do your thing. Like, react. But then also remember that, like, it's just a number. You know, I tell my parents this all the time, too. It's just a number. I'm, like, freaking out. I realize that I'm freaking out about a number that's like, doesn't actually mean anything. Like, life is going to go on. We are going to, you know, do new things, travel new places, achieve more fitness goals, right? We're going to take care of our bodies and be happy and do art and, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like everything continues um, and you can always change your life or keep doing your life however you want it to at whatever age. And so it's whatever. Like it's just a number. Let's not – Let's not freak out too much, she says, twitching that, with anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a message to myself. Yeah, yeah I actually <laughs> just want to believe this. <laughs> oh, no, it's yeah. absolutely true. Yeah, it can be scary. But it, again, like everyone goes through it. It's a part of life. And yeah. since I have you to go through everything first, I'm I'm very much, you know. Yeah, Hannah's going to cruise. <laughs> cruise through 30. Cruise. She won't cry at midnight like I did. All right, so now we're going to revisit a segment that everyone loves um, <laughs> and, and also I feel like is really extra appropriate because now I'm 30, so I'm like officially not even close to being Gen Z. <laughs> not that I ever was, but it just feels like even more of a distance. Um, okay. We're going to do Gen Z slang with Hanali. Exciting <laughs> with Hanali. Oh, wow. <laughs> I right, take it away. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I have some good ones for you this time around i think they're you're probably not gonna know any of them because i didn't know any of them Uh oh hana's no longer gen z rep i didn't (laughs) wait are these gen z slang this is or are they like okay in california oh crap okay so they're very california i mean i asked a couple people and they both said yeah these are words that that like people in la use but i've never heard them in like atlanta or portland so Oh, okay. Let's get okay, into okay. So it. We're doing LA Gen Z slang. Yeah, LA, special in LA. Okay, they're really dumb. So the first one is <laughs> okay. Keep that in mind. You're gonna guess. But if you if you guys forgot how the segment works, Hillary guesses what it means first. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So. okay thanks. <laughs> the first one is Riz. R I Z Z. Swag like swag. Close, close. It's swag. Oh, it's not? It's close, close to swag? So, like, another example is, like, no, I can't. I don't know what other examples I give. Uh, <laughs> it's close to swag. That's the only like, example. That's the only time you would let, use let it. Let me try to, <laughs> like, if we're talking about uh, a guy and I'm like, oh, he has, he has hella riz or, like, you got a lot of riz. You know, oh, like, like he, money? He, um, no, I, this is, these are so bad. These examples are both yeah. the same. Wait. Yeah, they're the same example. <laughs> this guy has riz and this guy doesn't have riz. <laughs> uh, hmm. I mean, I think guys typically use it to describe themselves when they're talking to their guy friends. You know, like, oh, I got a lot ooh. of riz. You know, you know, you know I got ooh, that riz. Like, oh, like pull. Yes. 
Okay, like um, you know, do girls like him or not? Essentially, yeah, like like what? How? Like the amount of riz you have is correlated with how little you have to work to like pull or okay, okay, you know, get it, people to like it, you. Essentially, okay. Is it straight people only? Is it like a girl guy thing, or is it can it be? Is it also used by uh, queer people, like non-straight it's, people? It's, it's like especially used by straight people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like, why I think. That's why I yeah. feel like. I very strict, <laughs> hetero yeah. thing. It's very hard for me to to imagine like a queer group of people saying that, but <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah. it sounds so dumb. <laughs> like if you can pull really hard, which pull, you know the word pull, right? Like yeah, I know the right. I've heard okay. that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't yeah, use yeah. it. If you can but, yeah. pull really hard or really easily, then you have a lot of riz. So yeah, okay. I don't know why. I think that okay riz. <laughs> riz. Interesting. It's fairly. I don't new. like the term. I don't like the term pull because I think it's like. It sounds yeah, like this guy's like, just standing there, and like girls are like pulled magnetically to him, and I'm like, no, you're not that cool. But whatever. Yeah, yeah. Riz. Okay, so we talk it, about people like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You talk. You do you use this now that you're living in California? I don't use California? it, but I've definitely heard a lot of people say it, and like okay. some people just have more riz than others, and it's just the way they are. So so cocky like if especially if someone's like i got riz i'm like i kick you in the butt <laughs> what a great response <laughs> i know riz yeah it's kind of used as a joke at least between me and my friends but like people definitely okay. do use it like oh you have a lot of gain you get a lot of girls or whatever you have a lot of riz okay yeah this is the worst kind uh, of people all right yeah okay now you use it in, you have to use it in a sentence oh right okay Besides, that guy got raised. I'm so sorry. I... <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Ned Fulmer thinks he has a lot of riz, but actually all he is is a cheater. Yes, that's good. Wow, that's a very... Boom. <laughs> intensely. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very applicable. Yeah. Good stuff. Yes, it's okay. been on my mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Next. I'm, ha- I'm going to tag Ned Fulmer. <laughs> He's like, who is this? <laughs> he All listens right. to the whole episode and he's like, oh. Yeah, he's like, oh. <laughs> okay, next one, next one. The next one is OP. You probably heard this one, but it has a different meaning than what you think. Oh, it doesn't OP. mean overpowered? No, but you do know that one. Wow, you're such a yes. gamer. Uh no, so I'm trying to remember. I think one of my friends, Caleb. I'll give Caleb a shout out because he got mad that I didn't get him a shout out last episode. <laughs> Why would we shout him out last episode? Because he listened to every. He's like listened to every episode, and he, you know, he's very supportive of the pod, and I didn't shout him out. So oh bad. well, that's your bad, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I think back in college, Caleb taught me what OP meant because I didn't yeah. know, and I kept guessing things like original pokemon or something <laughs> i don't Dude. know i don't know i don't know what i awful, thought awful awful <laughs> yeah, yeah now i know op means it's overpowered like it's something you know like if a yeah. gun is can kill like 50 people yeah. in one shot yeah oh wow yeah that's an interesting okay example. but that's not that's not what it means here no let me use it in a sentence so the yes. other meaning of op which my friend tommy like for example like Two people having a conversation. So I go. <laughs> I'm clearly Sorry. not just okay. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Two people talking, like friends talking, right? Like 
one guy goes, so why are you laughing? Let me give an example. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm having a party this weekend. And then his friend will go, oh, really? Like, you got an OP? What? You Wait, say the last part. You got a you got a OP? You got an OP? You got an OP? Or OP? Just OP? Open party? Close. Close. Okay, the first guy goes, oh, yeah, it's, I'm having a party at my house. And then yeah. the friend goes, OP? Orange party? <laughs> Yes, how did you know? Oh, orange party. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone dresses in orange. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, is the P party? No. Oh, damn. Okay. But you oh. were closer the first time. Open poop. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, the o-, o is open? Uh-huh. Oh, open pool. No. Because, like, you That's know, California has really a lot of swimming pools. <laughs> It's a lot of swimming pools. Good logic. I see how you logically yeah. came to that conclusion. <laughs> open. OP. You got an OP like no one's home? You got an OP? Oh, open. Your parents are not going to be there? You got yeah, OP. Yeah, so your parents. Like, only parent. No. <laughs> open. No, no. Yeah, it's open. Okay, open, open. Open. Parlay. Open. <laughs> Um, apartment? Like, open apartment. <laughs> okay. They're getting further and further away, I think. Open apartment? Yo, you got an open apartment? <laughs> the worst. Okay. Open. Uh, no, I, like, I, like, the concept is, like, you have an empty house. Yeah. Okay. okay. It, what is I'll tell you. I don't think you're No, open plan. Open plan. Open. No. It's pretty, it's short. It's a very short word. It means house. Oh. It means. Oh, open pad. Open pad. Open pad. Who the fuck says pad for house? <laughs> what the hell? No. Yeah, you don't say that. You say OP. You got an OP. You got an open pad. That's so weird. And that sounds so old school. Like, really? Open pad? Yeah, I like, guess it oh, kind of go does. to my pad. It kind of. <laughs> <laughs> go to my apartment. <laughs> Apartment, on the other hand, that's very that's a modern term. That's modern novel. Yeah, I, I've never heard it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Open pad. Yeah, you got an op. What a dumb thing to say because, like, it doesn't. Why does it matter? Like, you're having a party. Uh, Who cares if you have an open pad? It is dumb. Oh, I mean, I guess if someone lives with their parents and their parents are gone, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but it is kind of dumb. I agree. Op. Okay. You got an op. Op. You got an overpowered open pad. Overpowered. <laughs> Like it has an open pool, op op with an op. Oh man, oh, so, good. so good! Can't wait to use that with someone yeah. at, at law school. Be like, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, okay, great. Uh, that's the. Is that it? Um, uh, I have two more. These are fast. Okay, the okay, third quick. one. Third one is od. Oh, oh my god, overdose. Yeah, it stands for overdose, but it's it's not used like in reference to substance abuse or anything. Oh, it's like what's it used in reference to? Like if a if um a guy like does too much, right? Then you might go and talk to your friends about it, and your friend would be like, "Oh, that's that's OD. Like he's OD." 
What does he mean? He does too much. Like he's extra, or he's like, yeah, like he does, yeah, he did too much. Uh, like something that gives you the ick. You know what ick is, right? Like gross. Oh my god, there's so many Gen Z terms nested within Gen Z terms. <laughs> the weird. Sorry, the I thought it was funny that you said nested. You don't know what the ick is? Isn't that just like gross? Like someone's the, gross? Oh my god, the ick is like a feeling you get from people. Like oh yeah, yeah like, they're like gross. Why did you stop talking to him? No, like why did you stop talking to him? And I'd be like, oh, he gave me the ick. Like he did this one thing, he gave me the ick. Like it's like oh, it like made me feel gross. No, it's like it made you feel ick. Okay, well what? <laughs> like what is the def? What what's the definition of ick? It's like, like the, just... it's like getting turned off by someone because of something right. that they did. It can be really oh, weird. It's things. general. Like, okay. It's general, but most of the time it's like little things that you really like this person, but then like they did this one thing and you're like, oh my god, I got the ick from them. Like, like there's no oh. going back once you get the ick. So for example, ick- like, yeah, okay, yeah, for example, Gen Z, a lot of Gen Z kids, they make like memes about the ick and they say like, when you imagine, like you accidentally picture him chasing after a ping pong ball and you get the ick. What? Why? Because it's like gross. It's that's not. Why is it, that gross? It's like you don't want to see them doing that. You know, it's like you want to have this. You have an image of them that's like very pristine, and then you imagine what? them doing something dumb, and it's like, oh god, I got the egg. They're not allowed to chase after a ping pong ball. No, that's icky. What do you do if you're playing beer pong and your ball falls off the table? You just stand there. <laughs> you wait until someone else picks it up for you. Okay. I disagree. I don't think that would give me the ick. I when you say give me the ick, it makes me think like he like turned his eyelids inside out or like and made you touch. Them oh my something. god! Like, something like really gross. Like otherwise, why would it be like ick? Um, I don't know. That's or like he like pooped his pants and like you know made oh, you. Oh wow, these are like, very like graphic icky things. Yeah, like ick. That's what I'm saying. Like, like it's serious if it's gross. Um, but clearly no, that's I need not a how better Gen Z example. Kids. It's like very little. It's just the point of Maybe it is she, that it's like, you know, specific to this little tiny thing, and it's supposed to be small and not actually gross. That gives you oh, the. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it. I, okay, I need to think yeah. of. So if I used it for something actually gross, it would probably like scare <laughs> Gen Z kids. <laughs> All right, got it. Okay, I looked it up. Some notable icks, okay. popular icks include running up to pick up candy from a pinata. Uh, standing with his feet pointing outwards, swimming with goggles. <laughs> what is happening? See, okay, let me just say this is why kids are more and more insecure because they can't even do normal shit without people being like, oh, he gave me the ick because he was wearing safety goggles when he was swimming, which is actually good for your eyes. Like, that, that, I, don't, I don't understand. Um, another one. When I don't he support. Asks a, when he <laughs> When he asks a retail worker for help and they don't hear him. I'm anti. I'm anti-ick. I, do you, I'm starting do you a understand at all, though, where we're coming I, from? Or I kind of not? get it. Like, it makes – it's like he does something that's, like, kind of awkward and, like, yeah. off – put. like, it's not, like, off – it's not that off-putting, though. It's, like, just little awkward things. Yeah. So then, yeah, but then it's, like, well, he got no riz because he, if he's awkward, like, and that's icky. Yeah, I'm. I that's sad. Is that what you said? Yeah, it's sad because like these are just normal things. <sighs> like I do oh this. I must God. have lots of ick because I often <laughs> like 
try to get someone's attention and they don't hear me. <laughs> and I'm always oh losing my God. ping pong ball. <laughs> Dude, Whatever. So I'm, I'm anti out. this. Yeah, I yeah. understand. I don't believe in it. it. I, I yeah, use it yeah. a lot. And uh, my friends use it a lot. Interesting. And something more and more common I've noticed is guys asking, like, people that they're interested in or, like, just their girlfriends, like, what gives you the ick? Because they're worried. Like, they're worried that they're going to give girl an ick. But see, so, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is creating too much pressure for people to be, like, totally not awkward or, or like, whatever. And it makes you, like, not a real person because real people do these little things. And it makes you really insecure. Like, when you know? his laces are done up too tight and the shoelace bow is, is massive. That's one of them. Okay, I mean, <laughs> that's just like really specific. <laughs> I, I have know. no feelings about that. I don't oh, have any feelings. Oh my god! <sighs> chasing a tennis ball. Yeah, see, chasing balls is like really icky. I just feel like that's like playing off the idea that like it's like unmanly to like chase a, a <laughs> ball. You know, like that's dumb. Why? No, but guys get the ick from girls too. So Okay, what do girls do that? I mean, I guess all that stuff could apply to girls. So like a girl is not even allowed to chase a tennis ball? No. Yeah, tennis players must be like way. totally. It applies the same way. Okay. Yeah. One ick that guys get from girls I think is common is like when girls do a baby voice. Like that's kind of icky. Some guys like that. <laughs> no, they do. Like I know guys who are like think that's really cute. Uh, hmm. Well, I guess so, there's probably there's definitely girls who think that, you know, tying your guys, shoes is a really big goal is cute. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. The you know the icks are not universal. I just think that that's a very I just feel like that's not that's not a good direction for a society to be going in. I think ick should apply only if you're like doing really nasty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or like really bad, like aggressive things. <laughs> okay, okay. And I just sense. I feel like yeah. I did learn a lot. That was really, really helpful. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't know that. I wonder if it's only like, no. it's a very big, very common word. I hear it a lot. Oh, man, I hope it goes away soon. <laughs> Let people I'll be, be awkward. <laughs> yeah, that should be the new movement. That's the millennium, millennials movement. Let us be awkward. Oh, my God. He chased after a ping pong ball. Oh, my God. I love him. <laughs> That's yeah. what you want? <laughs> no, but like he should be, it should be okay if he chases after a ping pong ball. Yeah. You don't actually. You would not actually like stop seeing a guy if he like did one of these things, right? Well, I obviously I wouldn't, but I think a lot of girls would. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> I think they would. They would never stop thinking about it. That kind of thing. But anyways. Oh my god. Anyways, uh, that was see, a good lesson. Yeah. For you. This gives me sad about the direction that our <laughs> generations are. Sad uh, life. Oh, did we even define OD? Yeah, OD is like when you do too much. Yeah, when you do too much. But I also it's, don't know yeah. if I like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's more low-key. It's like he was yeah. OD with it. Like he came to my house and like, like I don't know, banged on the door to let me let him in or something. Like that's OD. Oh, it's just like a lot. I think it could – What I, my point is is that it could be actually understandable versus what yeah, ick, yeah. which you don't think is reasonable. Which I think is completely unreasonable. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't like the term OD because it's like also used for drugs, yeah. and so I feel like it could get kind of yeah, yeah, confusing. Yeah. Or like, I, yeah. I get that actually. Yeah, 
Yeah. All right, well. Well, anyway, another lesson learned. Another very important lesson. I am glad that you taught me what ick is because now I can make fun of it. <laughs> ask your friends. Ask your friends if they know what the ick is. I bet. I bet like Malika. I knows bet like what it none is. of them know. I, I don't Malika even know. If, knows what I don't it even is. know if she'll know. Now we're just talking like we're like, on the phone with each other. Yeah. <laughs> Malika's my friend from college. My best friend from college. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. Right. Let's wrap it up. That was uh, uh, this episode sorted. Sorted. <laughs> Op. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Thank you, Hillary, for sharing um, all about turning thirty and reflecting on it. Yeesh. I'm sure a lot of our listeners will appreciate the things that you reflected on, hearing them, and Hope so. I mean, I know I did. So. Hope so. Thanks for uh, you know being here and <laughs> talking with me about this and supporting oh, me through this time yeah. <laughs> and uh, teaching me Gen Z slang and yes. yeah of course okay that's all we'll be back at some point um, <laughs> bye again you'll you'll know what we know <laughs> yeah bye again uh yeah. okay thanks for listening did we say anything at the end of the podcast usually oh well yeah, thanks make for sure listening. to subscribe oh thank you for subscri- subscribe uh, thank you for listening make sure you Follow the podcast on uh, on the platform. There's nothing Drop to us subscribe a to. Yeah, yep. right. Yep. Okay. All Bye. right. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.